So open up your morning light and say a little prayer for I. You know that if we are to stay alive and see the TV. That we are. I'm That's Jackie. Our podcast. Yep. We're here to podcast to you today. <laughs> oh no. I'm Natalie. We're doing it again. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're Jackie and Natalie. Yeah, that's our names. Raised by TV podcast. Sisters extraordinaire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, today we're here to talk to you about this show, Friends, which I know you all know and love because everybody does. Who wouldn't? I know. I do have a couple. Um, have you been watch- Have you been listening to Homecoming? No, what's that? It's a really great podcast. It's um, it's like a dramatized podcast, like a serial mm-hmm. dramatized podcast. Mm-hmm. Like they act out the scenes. Mm-hmm. It's like a psychological thriller kind oh, of thing. And one of the main characters is played by David Schwimmer. Oh! <laughs> what? Yeah. And today's episode, the most recent episode, uh-huh. Chris Gethard was in it. <laughs> yeah. For all those who can't see me, I just threw my hands up in the air. I want to watch. It's a great. To that. It's a great. It's on their. They're on their second season already. They just. This is the What's third episode of their second season. It's called Homecoming. Homecoming. From, I have to I'm listen Gimlet, to it. Gimlet Audio or whatever. Cool. But it's a really good. That sounds yeah. awesome, especially if Chris Gethard is involved. I mean, he's only been in. I think he might only be in that one episode. That's alright. Yeah. That's so cool. But David Schwimmer is uh, is in it. That's often. so funny. Oh <laughs> my god. Other famous people like um, Catherine Keener's in it. Uh, Amy uh, Sedaris. Uh, Aaliyah Sh- Shaquat, you know who that is? Yeah, that's so well, cool. Like a bunch, yeah. Do they tell fictional stories or true it's stories? It's one serial story. Oh, it's okay. one story. Is it a it's, real story though? No, no, it's a it's fake a story. story. Um, that's so cool. It's about like this like government military group that like weird stuff happened with it, and that's it's so like cool. the one the main lady like Dave Schwimmer is like a, kind of plays like an asshole character who worked for this company. Mm-hmm. Uh, not coming, that sounds yeah. awesome. I won't get too much into it. You should yeah. listen to it if you're not listening to it. Homecoming podcast. I have a lot of podcasts that I listen to, but there's always room <laughs> yeah. for more. It's really good. I mean, it's short, too. Like, the last, the first season was only, like, a few, I forget how many, like, yeah. ten tops episodes, and now they're on the second season. Yeah, and with all the it's true really crime and news podcasts I listen to, I like to have, like, things that are a little bit more, uh, just entertainment. I mean, it's like true crime. It has like a true crime vibe. Yeah, but it's not real. Yeah. Exactly. I can handle that on a different level than true crime. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. even comedy true crime gets to be too much sometimes. Totally. Yeah. Because they're real stories. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. One of my podcasts just talked about Albert Fish, which they talked about on My Favorite Murder once before. And every I time I hear that story, like, it's I just I can't like, listen to stuff about him. It's too I know. Much. It's too much. Even them. Like, the guys that ho- host that podcast, they're, like, pretty crude and things don't bother them. And even they were like, this is it's too much. too much. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, the worst one. I know. He's really bad. Like, Jeffrey Dahmer times a million. Because there's little kids involved. I know. And the things that he does is just, oh, it's God. horrifying. We don't need to about talk like about that at any I know. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, I would recommend not finding <laughs> yeah, out. <laughs> yeah. Don't Google it. <laughs> no, I would not. Um, unless you're a really sick person. Then Albert Fish, look it up. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I don't have any, I don't have any other news for no you. other news? No. I'm trying to think if I have anything new. 
I don't think I have anything. Not really. No, my life's boring. I'm still watching Buffy. Me too. Yeah. Oh, good. You, you've been watching it? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. I'm on the second season. I'm on, like, season five now, I think, so... When Soon. We, when I get there, when we finish, yeah. Soon. We'll, watch, we'll talk watch, about that. I watch, like, one episode every two days or something. Oh, okay. So, so it's going to take you a while. It's going to take me a little while. <laughs> I didn't watch it at all today because I had a lot of podcasts to catch up on. Um, There's a lot of news things happening I needed to listen about. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we'll get there eventually. Yeah. Buffy will be fun to talk about. I have a lot of opinions. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be a good one. <laughs> it's going to be fun for sure. It's like probably one of the most ridiculous shows ever. It, it's so ever. ridiculous. Like, and they don't even try. Like, they're they're not shy about it no, at all. It's like yeah. very they ridiculous. They like know it's ridiculous and they play into that. Yeah. But I think that's what's so great about it. Yeah, it's good. But, um, but yeah, anyway, let's not talk about Buffy too much because we're here to talk about Friends Save today. for the Buffy episode. Mm-hmm. Sorry if this episode's a little low energy. I just sat in traffic for an hour. Yeah, same. We're going to try our best. And I don't feel so great. Great yeah, I'm not feeling great either. Yeah. But we have a great show to talk to you about. Yeah. It's called Friends. We already said that. You know what it is. <laughs> you've, you've watched it before. <laughs> Friends aired from September 22nd, 1994 to May 6th, 2004. She is. 10-year run. Definitely one of the most... before Erica. No, after Erica. Yeah, after, but only by a few months. Yeah. Definitely one of the most iconic shows. Oh my god, yeah. It defined, you know, the, the 90s. 90s. Yeah, absolutely. Many things... You know, haircuts and outfits. Uh, outfits were influenced yeah. by the show. Yeah, the Rachel. The Rachel, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was on NBC. Creators David Crane and Marta Kaufman. I feel like mm-hmm. it's a good thing to add. Yeah, I agree. creators of the I show agree. and what network it was They're on. the people who uh, we yeah. owe this episode yeah, to. Yeah, absolutely. So. To you. Absolutely. Um, guess we get the into cast, character. Yeah. cast and characters. So we have Ross Geller. Played by David Schwimmer. Mm-hmm. We all know who he is, I, I hope. Know. He played Robert Kardashian. Yes. <laughs> oh, another great thing to watch if you haven't already. The, um, what do they the, call the that one? The People vs. OJ. OJ, yeah. It's on Netflix now, so you can watch it it's on really, there. It's really, really good. So good. I recommend. Mm-hmm. Got some, a few famous people in there. You got uh, John Travolta. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cuba Gooding Jr. That show is just, like... It's excellent. It's excellent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely need to watch it. But, uh... But anyway, Cuba back Gooding to Jr. as OJ, though, is a little off-putting, because he's cause... so, like, likable. Well, yeah, Cuba Gooding Jr. is such <laughs> a personality. But OJ's supposed to be like that, But so. you just, like, you know him so well, I feel like yeah. it would have been better if they used to And I trust him, and know. I don't trust OJ. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. I agree. But, I mean, he plays it really well. Yeah, so. he did. He did a good job. Yeah. Anyway, Ross Geller is kind of a dickbag. He's a paleontologist. He's a paleontologist. He's a big nerd. <laughs> big nerd, but also, And like, he's also a jerk. He's a big jerk, sexist, you know. Oh, yeah. He thinks he's way better than he really is. Yeah. But we all love him. We all love to hate him. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to actually skip around because I'm really going to talk about uh, Monica Geller, who is his sister. Yes. Played by Courtney Cox, who is... Um, she's like really smart, really smart, um, very uptight. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, she's a cook. Yeah, chef. Yeah, whatever. Um, lives with Rachel Green in the beginning. Rachel mm-hmm. Green's our next character, played by Jennifer Aniston. Everyone knows her. who is a spoiled rich brat. Um, yeah, kind of sucks too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so not my favorite sense. character, no. but no, but she plays it really well. She it, her character's funny and like yeah, you know, like she, you're not supposed to think that she's a great no, person, person. But that's why, like why she's charming, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then we have Chandler Bing, who's probably my favorite character, but also a 
douchebag. But I identify with him. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the most. Right, His Chandler. extreme sarcasm and sure, uh, contempt sure. for the world I yeah. share. So. Yeah, no, Chandler's yeah. good. Um, played by Matthew yeah. Perry. I don't know yeah. if I said that. Yeah, I don't know either. He, nobody knows exactly what Chandler does for a living. Which is so funny. <laughs> Which is great. Like, that whole thing is just so funny. Yeah. <laughs> he just some, does some ambiguous office type job. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Then we have my favorite character, Phoebe Buffet. Yeah, she's definitely one of <laughs> I mean, her, Joey, and Chandler are probably, like, equally my favorite characters. Yeah. Just in their own way. Yeah, you know? I guess so. My, I yeah. think Phoebe's, like, slightly above the rest for me. Yeah, I, I love her, it. but I don't <laughs> identify with her the way I identify with Chandler. You know what I mean? I identify she's with just, Phoebe a little bit more, more, maybe. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> once in a while, I like when she talks about her life, I'm like, oh my god, I like, yeah, yeah, we're the same person. But I think she's just way too positive and bubbly yeah, for me to identify that's with. True. Yeah. But when she gets dark, she gets real dark, yeah, she and does. I identify with that. Well, she's <laughs> positive in a dark way. Like she, yeah, like, that's true. Uses that to yeah, and I do her. like puppies and kitties and things. Yeah, yeah. And I would write a song about Smelly Cat. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> true anyway, that's Lisa Kudrow <laughs> yeah and the way she talks about the horrors in her life in like a joking kind of way I do that too like in yeah. this like dry way it's like yeah. oh yeah that time that you know my dad went to jail or you know yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, that's kind of the way that I talk about my horrors in life too and people are always like what <laughs> but yeah yes, <laughs> then we have Joey Tribbiani Played by Matt LeBlanc. Who's just who's the lovable oaf. goof. He's an actor. <laughs> Italian. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got dumb. his big family yeah, with all his sisters. dim-witted. Yeah. But in a very, but like, very charming and authentic very charming way. And people like him, yeah. even though he's dumb. Right. He's, he's just a good guy. Yeah. yeah he's got guy. a good heart. Yeah. Yeah. And that's our main characters. There's really not, I don't really think any of the other ones are too necessary to talk yeah, about. Yeah, then like, you know, like they bring in like Mike later on, which was played by yeah, uh, Paul Rudd, Rudd who's, yeah. who becomes like main character. Carol, who's yeah. Ross's ex-wife. And like Janice, who's Janice. recurring. Yeah. Janice is my favorite actor. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was going to talk about her <laughs> and later, then Gunther. for sure. Yeah, Gunther, Gunther. Yeah, they're all like extra characters that are reoccurring throughout most of the show. And like they yeah. play a vital role, but they're not main but characters. But they're not main characters. Yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. it. Yeah. I mean, you have anything else you want to say? No, not about that. Not yet. All right. We could talk about relationships if you want. Yeah, Go sure. Go right into it. Yeah. So Monica and Chandler are actually on my list of favorite All-time couples. favorite couples on TV yeah. shows. Yeah, they're, they're... They're my number three. Yeah, yeah my number three, right below um, Pacey and Joey, and then uh, Corey and Topanga are my number one. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I like... Did this over the course of days. Like, I put a lot of thought into this list. And Monica and Chandler made number three because... I definitely would put Monica and Chandler yeah. on my list, too. Absolutely. I think um, they, uh, they balance each other out. And they and hold the show together, like, when all the Ross and Rachel stuff's happening and they're broken up and their breakup is so sad. Yeah. It's like Monica and Chandler are together and they stay together. Yeah. You know, like, there's, like, some issues at some points, but, like, nothing that yeah, ever they're mostly, pulls them they're apart. they're pretty much together for the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not in the beginning, obviously, but they're like the Schmidt and Cece of New yeah, Girl. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. those two those shows, shows are, are very identical. similar. I know it's the New Girls, like the new new generation yeah. of friends. It's the same. It's, the same, it's thing. the same thing. They just all live in the same apartment, right? Exactly. <laughs> Instead of across the hall from each other, right? But in Friends, it's all set in Monica's apartment for the most part. Yeah, that's because uh, in the nineties, you could afford. 
Right. They just have one roommate. Well, also, they, they talk about in Friends how it was her their grandma's room. Oh, they like rent control. And it was rent control, yeah. so they paid way less. Like, yeah, they mention they it later mention on. Because even in the 90s, New York City was expensive. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, but, yeah, two-bedroom in Manhattan today. Like, hell no. No. <laughs> no, no way. way. Um, and their apartments are so nice. I know. It's so nice. Like, Chandler and Joey's apartments, like... Still would be a lot of money, but oh it's my god, not it's still a two bedroom, nice and it, it's yeah. not a studio. It's you know, yeah. it's, it's a, a two, two bedroom, bedroom. and has a decent sized living room and a kitchen that's like pretty separate yeah. from the living room area. Yeah. So that's like more than you get totally. in a lot of places in Manhattan. So yeah. you know that that's expensive. Totally, yeah. So, what were we talking about? Uh, relationships. <laughs> We touched on the most important. So Chandler, Chandler and Monica, Monica. And then Ross and Rachel yeah. are the next main couple. Mm-hmm. Um, they are back and forth together, not together. Yeah. Which it's, their breakup, their like first real breakup is like probably the saddest episode I've ever seen remember. in a show. <laughs> it, it's like, it, it's so real the way they do it. Like it goes on for a really long time. This conversation of them breaking up where they're like breaking up but I still love you, but we're breaking up. And, like, they kind of cut to, like, different points in it, and it goes on for a while. And it's just, like, (laughs) heart-wrenching. It's so sad. Every time I watch it, I'm crying hysterically. (laughs) I don't remember. I don't know. You have to rewatch it. But then they they always go back, like, then they break up again because of, or there's, like, that whole, we were on a break thing. And then, yeah, and then they almost get back together after that when... Rachel wrote writes that letter to Ross and where he he doesn't finish reading it and then yeah. he says yes to that it, they weren't on a break and yeah. then when he finds out that that's what was in the letter he freaked out again and <laughs> they didn't get back together that was yeah. so annoying and that like even shows up again like in the end when they're getting yeah together. Like, I know it's like a running thing throughout the show it, that we were on a break <laughs> oh my god I hate it's Ross so, so much like you don't deserve Rachel in the first place yeah I mean, so if she wants you to say yeah but like she's beautiful yeah. and he's Ross but she's like you a know what I mean <laughs> I know but like uh, physically alone yeah, physically. she could get someone better than Ross that's, true. that's a good point so <laughs> the fact that she even would look his way he should kiss the ground that she walks on yeah because like no and you've been totally. divorced a million times like obviously it's because of your personality Ross come on <laughs> yeah well, Ross and Rachel yeah yeah they are, they're Ross and Rachel. Mm-hmm. Much more to say about that. Yep, let's move on. <laughs> then I wrote down Phoebe and David. Do you remember David? Yeah, I love David. Yeah, who like then had to go to yeah. Russia or something. No, I something. always, no, he went to, uh, what was it? Um, oh, God, I forget. to go to like Siberia or something. I forget what the name of the place that he went to and every time no, I said it, it made me laugh, right. but I don't remember. But yeah, no, but I always really liked so him until Mike came and then yeah. I was like, no, Mike's better. Yeah. But I did like David a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I wrote down Phoebe and Mike. Mm-hmm. I love the next Mike. one. Paul and Rudd. I just love Paul Rudd, too. Yeah. He plays that character really well. Good, yeah. Um, then I wrote down Chandler and Janice. Chandler <laughs> and Janice? Because it's iconic. <laughs> yeah. And then I think there's the most important one, which is Chandler and Joey. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they create a really solid bromance to last generation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their antics are just... Wild. They, had, they had a duck and a yeah. They have a duck and a something else. Uh, it oh. was a chicken and a duck. Chicken, a chicken, chicken and a duck. Chicken, a chicken, a duck. duck. Yeah. <laughs> a chicken and a duck. A chicken and a duck. 
Oh, that was so cute. And then they got stuck, or the duck, the chick got stuck in the... They went to a farm. They said that. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Like, they died. (laughs) Yeah. So sad. (laughs) They got sent to a farm upstate. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think that's it for relationships. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I mean, there's, like, other... There's other people that... They date. Yeah. yeah. There, but and then there's, like, Gunther, him. who's, like, forever in, in love, love with, with Rachel. Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> and then doesn't... Uh, yeah. And Monica dates that Monica guy dates that's that the guy doctor who's Richard, way older than her. Guy, yeah. yeah. He grosses me out. Yeah. Is that mustache. Yeah, he's creepy. Yeah, he's really creepy. Just the fact that he would date her when he knew her as a child, like, really grosses me yeah. out. <laughs> and Joey never dates anybody who's, like... Good rhyme. Joey and Rachel date yeah, for like I a know. second. I hate that though. That's weird. It's so weird. But yeah, other than that, Joey never like gets a, yeah. a good romance. I know. He's that's always like dating like, girls here and there, nothing serious. Yeah, because that's kind of just like the way Joey is. Yeah. I always thought that Joey and Phoebe would make a nice couple. Yeah. But Phoebe but Phoebe and Mike are perfect though. I think Phoebe needs somebody who's gonna ground her a little bit more. Oh yeah, for sure. If Phoebe yeah. and Joey dated, like would just, just do... imagine what their house would look like. Yeah, no, it would be too <laughs> much. It would be too much. <laughs> Agreed. Um, okay. So what do you have next? Joey. Um I just have a couple of fun facts, I guess. Okay. I've got fun facts too, right, so we, we can, can do, do that. go into fun facts. Yeah, totally. So the first one I have is that I was like originally so originally the show was only supposed to be about uh, Rachel, Monica, Ross, and Joey. Mm-hmm. And the other characters were supposed to be just, like, peripheral characters. Yeah. And also, Monica and Joey were supposed to be yeah, the main I couple. Yeah, I have that, too. Like, what the fuck? Can you imagine that? Like, I were know. they supposed to be the same characters? I don't know. I mean, I guess because, like, when you get an actor to play a character, it sort of molds a character yeah. in a different way. So yeah. maybe the way they originally, they originally wrote wanted the it was, like, a brother yeah. and sister, and then right. they're, like, two roommates, and then, yeah. like, there'd be romance Right, exactly. Amongst the four of them. Somehow. Right. And then yeah. I also have that, um, it was originally called Insomnia Cafe. Yeah, there were a few And then there names. was a few other there ones. There was a few names. It was like Across the Hall. And something. Friends Like Ours. Friends Like Ours, yeah. yeah. I read that too. And then they eventually settled on Friends. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. Which is way better. I'm glad yeah. that they did that. Because yeah. all those names those are names dumb. sounded really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. The other thing was Ellen DeGeneres turned De- Ellen DeGeneres. I just said that name. Weird. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres turned down the role of Phoebe. And, oh, I also have that Kathy Griffin and Jane Lynch also auditioned for Phoebe. Phoebe. Yeah. That's so so a lot of big names auditioned yeah. for Phoebe. That's so funny. That's so it would have been so different with any of those so people. Different. I'm glad they picked Lisa Yeah, Lisa Kudrow was perfect for that role. Because she's like, yeah, I don't know. I think any of those people could have played it and it would have been funny, but like not the same way that Lisa Kudrow yeah. did it. Because she's like, still like kind of hot and like yeah you know what I mean right like, none of those yeah, other, other people would have wouldn't have had that same like because she still has like the opportunity for like sexual tension between I don't know I feel yeah. like those other characters there wouldn't have been like any kind of sexual tension between her and no. any, any of the other characters no. on the show but Lisa Kudrow was able to bring that absolutely so. yeah totally yeah yeah because like from just looking at her, she's very beautiful, yeah. like has a nice body and everything, but then her personality is... Not that I Phoebe. think that everybody... Like, that's one... 
that is a problem with the show that everybody on the show is just like super beautiful and attractive. Yeah, but that's kind and of like, the not that I'm of... saying that all shows <laughs> should only have people that are super attractive. No, but the way okay. her character interacts with other characters yeah. wouldn't be the same. If no, she I'm just wasn't. I'm just saying that like totally. That I don't think that every show needs to only okay. have super attractive people. I got you. But yeah, but it did. It did bring. It added a level that, to that character yeah, that it wouldn't sure. have been there without that. Yeah. Yeah. Although I feel like Kathy Griffin can play that. Yeah, like, I she guess can play so. into that, but she she wouldn't have She's the same not appeal. As attractive. As yeah. Gojo, but yeah. she definitely like does that. Like sometimes in like the yeah. roles that she plays, she has that sort of like sexual side. I mean, but, it would have been cool if they had had like a lesbian character on the show. Yeah, no, like, I have agree. Either you know Ellen DeGeneres or Jane Lynch yeah. could have played that. But for the that. time, like they started the show in 1994, that would yeah. never have happened. I know it's it's a shame, but like yeah. in Buffy, Willow dates a girl, and they never show them kiss. And that was so way later in the 90s yeah. that that happened. So they mm-hmm. definitely wouldn't have written a gay character in the Like a main character. Like they yeah. had. Well, that's right. a whole other. We're gonna, we'll get into that later. Totally. <laughs> About the problems of the, the yeah. way they display homosexuality in the show. Totally. But, um. Well, because, I mean, it was the time. Like that was how, like they wouldn't have been able to write it in. Of course. Yeah, that. of course. But it's definitely totally. important to like yeah. mention. No, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying like obviously they never would have had a main character. Yeah. Like in yeah. 94. But it would have been cool. Yeah, I wonder absolutely. if that's what they would, the direction they would have gone in, though, if Ellen DeGeneres was on it. Maybe they would have. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway. Because they definitely weren't shy about having homosexuality be a part of the show since they, they had presented it in a way that was a joke. In a way that was a joke, right, exactly. But I'm saying, like, they, they weren't, like, most shows wouldn't have had it exist at all. Yeah, that's true. So they weren't shy about it existing yeah. in a way that wasn't, like, a bad thing. They just made it into a funny thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is, yeah. like, way ahead of their time, honestly. Yeah. I don't know. I think other shows at the time, like, if you think of, like, My So-Called Life, yeah, that's like, true. Like, Ricky was a gay yeah, character, and he true. wasn't a joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like, true. there were other shows doing it. But I that guess, was not for like a, the younger generation. Friends was for the older generation. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It would be interesting to see what totally. they Also, what Friends they is a comedy show, and My So-Called Life it's is not a, a drama. Yeah. So, of course, it's going to be, like, diff- handled yeah. differently. Also, yeah. like... Well, I don't... We don't have to, like, talk about this for too long, but, like... Okay. Like, they... It's a joke that, that Ross's ex-wife prefers women but yeah. she's a very serious that's character true. that's a very intelligent woman they still and like, like make fun of her they, they do but I feel like they more make fun of Ross yeah they don't really make yeah. fun of her you're as right. a person you're right they do like her and her wife or her but domestic still, partner yeah. are very strong female characters but it's that still aren't like, a joke yeah definitely but like I, I still think that people who thought like Ross did yeah would see that and be like yeah these lot like they didn't right. like totally. challenge the way they yeah. thought about no that's true I agree. So it's still, like, perpetuated their, those you know, right. idiots who of think course. that way. But they're going to think that way anyway. Yeah. Um, Not much you can do about sure. that, We'll get into more of that later. I yeah, guess, totally. We have, I have a whole section of yeah. that kind of stuff. What, oh, I um, also have, um, for actors that could have played characters, John Favreau and John Cryer were both um, considered for... He's been in a bunch of stuff. You'll recognize him when I show you. Who, is John, who are they for? Who is John Cryer for? For Chandler. <laughs> That could have worked. I love John Cryer. For yeah. anyone who doesn't know, John Cryer is very active in the um, <laughs> yeah. true crime, wrongful, <laughs> wrongful conviction, conviction yeah. universe these days. You've seen this guy before. He's been in a bunch of stuff. He honestly doesn't look familiar. Really? He was in what the was breakup. He? he was in Couples Retreat. He was in The Jungle Book. <laughs> I never saw any of those. He was movies. in Iron Man. 
The Avengers. And elf. He, he kind of likes He's an elf. Who would he play an elf? Uh, I forget. Uh, I don't know. We don't need to waste time on this, but John Favreau, he's very famous. Um, and he was also considered for Chandler. Um, yeah, that's all I have for that. And then, oh, oh, also, I don't, I don't know if, like, I I should have looked this up, but on an episode of, um, of, uh, What's the Tea, they, they interview Leah Remini and Mm -hmm. she says that she auditioned for Friends and she, like, left and saw Courtney Cox and was like, oh, no, like, I'm not getting this role. She had for Monica. For Monica. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> she could have been a good Monica, too. Yeah. Courtney yeah. Cox is. Courtney Cox is a better Monica. Yeah. Leah Remini is more, like, a cute, lovable kind of character. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's, like, tough in a New York way, but but not, like, an uptight way. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. I'm glad Courtney Cox Yeah, did. me too. She was perfect for the also, role. I also think Courtney Cox is, like, the most beautiful. Oh, my gosh. She's so beautiful. Like, she's... Yeah. I agree. Yeah, she definitely way, is. I mean, they're way, all really pretty, I think she's but. way prettier than Jennifer Aniston. I, Jennifer I think Jennifer Aniston's pretty, really but pretty. I think Courtney Cox is just... But so Jennifer pretty. Aniston is pretty in a cutesy, like, rich girl way, whereas yeah. Courtney Cox is beautiful in, like, a very, like, classic kind mm-hmm. of way. So I feel like they're pretty in the right ways for their roles. True. Yeah. Uh, what else do you got? Um, just that there was a Joey spinoff that did really yeah. badly. <laughs> it was so bad. I remember watching like two episodes. I think I watched, yeah, I think I watched like an episode of it. It was terrible. <laughs> I love Joey. Was it that like, he like moved to LA or something to be an actor? I think that's what it was about. It might have been that he moved to LA. He definitely moved because he left that apartment, but. I think it was that he moved to yeah. LA to like pursue acting. Right. Or, which makes sense. Yeah, which makes why sense. Why is he trying to be an actor in New York? No, unless you want to be a comedian. Or a go on Broadway. Broadway. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, but he was, like, trying to be on TV shows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, absolutely. If you want to be on soaps, like, New York is not the place to be. Yeah. Which silly. is, like, what he did. That's all I have for fun facts, really. I also have, um, the opening credits were actually shot at Warner Brothers Studio, but, like, on a lot of tours, it says, like, come see the fountain where Friends was shot, but, like, it wasn't actually <laughs> wasn't shot actually, in New York. No. It was <laughs> actually shot at Warner Brothers. Um, also, Lisa Kudrow hated playing the guitar. Really? She wanted, she asked if... Phoebe could play the bongos instead, and they were like, no, (laughs) and then they brought in a guitar teacher to teach her. She learned a few chords and was like, nah, I'm done. I don't think Phoebe would know more chords than this anyway. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably true. I know. And then, so then she just, like, used what she knew for the rest of it. Um, Also, the whole show was filmed in front of a live studio audience, except for the cliffhangers, which is so weird to think about. Like, I don't think they do that anymore, film in front of a live studio audience. They used to, but now, like, they keep all the information about shows so close to the vest. Like, you're not allowed to know anything before it comes out. Like, if anything gets leaked, it's, like, a huge problem. Like, I don't think they would ever do that. Because with social media nowadays, like, people would would be everywhere. People would be, like, tweeting about it while they're sitting there. Exactly. So, yeah, there's no way they could. And then, um, also, they were the very first TV cast to negotiate as a group. At first, they were all making the same amount of money, but then after it started going on, they, they started making different amounts, um, and then they got together and were like, no, this is not okay, we should all be making the same amount, and they, they were like, we're not going to work until we're all making 100000 an episode. That's so then, awesome. I know, so then they granted really it to the them. at the time, like, nobody was more famous than anybody else. Absolutely, but that so, like, just happens yeah, in TV. Yeah, it does. Especially, That's like, cool. male first female, mm-hmm. that type of thing. That's just how the the um, the industry treats yeah. it. And they were like, that's not okay. We all do the same amount of work. We should all be making the same amount. That's so cool. So then by the end of the show, they were all making equally a million dollars per episode, which is wow. insane. that's so cool. I know. And then also I have... 
Phoebe's twin, Ursula, was actually Lisa Kudrow's character she played on the show Mad About You. Oh, really? Yeah, it was the exact same character, Ursula, the waitress from Mad About You. I never really and watched... She was no, her. I definitely did yeah. watch Mad About You when mm-hmm. it was on. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, it was the same character. It was actually the Friends creators that decided to make it that character. Like, make... Ursula, uh, Phoebe's twin, and like put her on Friends too. Wow. I know, which is funny. So funny. And then um, I also have um, Lisa Kudrow's pregnancy. Her real pregnancy was written into the show, um, and, that's and that's why she had her brother's, her brother's kid. Yeah, <laughs> um, which was twins, wasn't it? Yeah, it was twins. Yeah, it was twins. Um, and she was, like, going to keep one of them. Yeah, she, <laughs> she wanted to, to yeah. Um, but but then when Courtney Cox actually got pregnant in the last season, they couldn't write it into the show because they already said that she couldn't get pregnant. So they had to That's hide her right. pregnancy. So you can tell when they you watch it. They always do that on shows. They do that on How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. They did that on New Girl. Yeah, they did that on New Girl. Like, she was always, I was, dress was I always wearing. Yeah. <laughs> she was always they wearing, do, like, jackets and she never did. Or she's sitting a lot. She's sitting or has a pillow in front of her. They did it with Lily in front of her. On, on uh, yeah. How I Met Your Mother also. Exactly. They do that. They do. And it's so noticeable <laughs> so because there obvious. will be like a big lamp right yeah. covering her stomach. I feel like, like, they, you like know, purposely. She'll put down a big bouquet of flowers. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so funny. And yeah, I noticed that new girl too because it happens twice because yeah. uh, Zoe Deschanel gets pregnant twice through the yeah, show and right. they don't want to write it into the show. Yeah. So they, they do make it, it really that way. Obvious. And How I Met Your Mother makes yeah. it really obvious too. They make like, it really obvious with yeah. Zoe Deschanel because they're like, Oh, she has to go away for jury duty for yeah. like six months. It's like so stupid. And then in the and then most when recent she's in it, then every every scene oh, she's yeah. in has like a pillow or well, like then, a big jacket on. So that was for the, her first pregnancy, and then for her second pregnancy, they couldn't write her out of the show again. So they just have her go visit her dad, and every time you see her, she's like it's like FaceTime. So yeah. You only see her face, or she's like laying on the couch, like pretending yeah. to be depressed. Yeah, or, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. so that through her pregnancy, they could keep her on the show. So funny. so funny, I know. Um, and then there's um, Matthew Perry struggled struggled with addiction, which everybody pretty much knows that. Yeah. Um, during the show, he went to rehab in 97 and then again in 2001. Um, and you can tell when you're watching it, like, he'll be really skinny one yeah. season and really yeah. heavy in another season. And it's like... Yeah. And you could see it in his eyes, too. He's, like, can, like, like Sometimes he looks, like, really old. And he said that he was never high during filming, but he was hung over quite a bit. Yeah. And it got, it got out of hand at times, and that's when they he went away to rehab. That's so nice. sad. Um, but, that, yeah, that's pretty much all I have. Oh, also, <laughs> one other one that was really funny. The, for the first episode they filmed after Courtney Cox and David Arquette got married, they put in the opening credits everybody's last name as Arquette. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. I remember so that. Funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love that. It just shows you how close the cast really is. They're like, you know. Yeah. So cool. I don't know. I like that. It makes it, it makes it better to watch a show when you know that everybody they on they the cast it. really like yeah. each other and really love doing the show. Um, okay, that's all I have for a fun fact. I have some stuff. Um, I, we could read some from some from this article. Yeah. That I thought was funny. Like, when talking about a show that's old from the 90s and, like, you know, you see, like, things are different. Like, our te- yeah. technology and everything's changed totally. so much since this. So, like, mm-hmm. it's funny to see things. So this was a bustle article about 12 Friends episodes with hilariously outdated problems that today's technology would have easily solved. Okay, let's go through <laughs> so it. we can funny. read a couple of those. Mm-hmm. Um, 
as it's a little long, but the, the one with Ross's new girlfriend. Phoebe gives Monica an atrociously short new haircut by confusing Dudley Moore with Demi Moore. There's no <laughs> way that kind of mistake would occur today between Pinterest and Google Images alone. That said, Phoebe is kind of light of light of a lighthearted proto girls character, Jessica Johansson, so it's very plausible that she'd find the internet too bland for her anyway. That's <laughs> <So>. true. <laughs> Um, the one with Phoebe's new husband, uh, not so much a problem, but a side joke in the new, in, in this episode is that Joey was in a porn video, albeit as an in, uninvolved extra archaic because I mean, who buys porn anymore? That's <laughs> true. <laughs> funny. Um, what's this one? The be- uh, hold on. Sorry, I should have, like, read these before. Yep. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Let's just read the short ones. The one with the prom video. The one with the prom video. Oh, uh, yeah, that's such a good one. Stress again on video. Tape, video tape. <laughs> yeah. Watched on a VCR. For why it's so outdated. <laughs> well, it's fair to say that revisiting the relics of our embarrassing past is something still alive today. This would be akin to sub- uh, stumbling upon someone's humiliating high school YouTube vlog or live journal. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. Which is probably actually easier to come upon things like that now because everything's all on the internet. Yeah, totally. <laughs> anyway, that's just funny. There's yeah. like, if you want to read the rest of the article, bustle. Uh, 12, 12 Friends episodes with hilariously outdated problems that would today's technology would have easily solved. Yeah, that's funny. Anyway. Um, um, and then I have uh, I have some favorite episodes and storylines. Um, so, all, like, almost all of the wedding episodes are great. Um Monica and Chandler's wedding is probably my favorite episode just because I love them as a couple so much, and it's just such a heartwarming episode. Also, that's when you find out Rachel's pregnant, mm-hmm. uh, which is that's really right. intense. And then Ross, the, the one that's called the one with Ross's wedding, which is the one where they go to London for. Yeah. In that episode, that's the one where Ross says Rachel's name at yes. the altar, which yes. is iconic. Oh, my God. Um, and then also that's when Monica and Chandler hook up for the first time. So that's a great episode. Oh, my God, that's a great episode, episode yeah. And then, oh, also, uh, Hugh Laurie is on the plane, <laughs> and he's really? talking about, like, why would you fly to London? I forget what he says. But yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. it's a great little, uh, little not cameo, but little uh, appearance cameo. from him. Um, and then the one with the blackout, which is season one. This is iconic. This is such a good episode. I was on this list, um, too. <laughs> that's the one... Uh, Basically, the most amazing part of that is that that's the one where Chandler gets trapped in an ATM vestibule with Jill Goodacre. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she offers him gum, and he says, I gum saw, would I be that perfection. One. I watched that one recently. Gum would be perfection <laughs> is probably the best response you could have when you're talking to a supermodel slash actress <laughs> that you are very in love with. Uh, but that's just so funny. Like, that's, like, such a quotable part of the episode. Like, everybody knows that. It's yeah. such a great episode. Um <laughs> And then I have the the last one, which is the very last one, season ten. Um, Rachel gets off the plane, says I, you know, I mm-hmm. couldn't go. Yeah. Uh, I got off the plane. Rachel and Ross finally get back together. It's just a, you know, really nice, touching episode. At any time you watch a show in this series finale has like that that great feeling you know it was a great show like some shows you get you watch that last episode and you're like damn this ruined the whole thing like how i met your mother yeah (laughs) which is a great show but the last two episodes just ruined the whole thing really did we have to talk about we we have to do how i met your mother maybe we could do that one next yeah i'd be because i don't need to yeah prep for that one totally (laughs) we can do that next and then um the one with the jellyfish season four ross and rachel um almost get back together we talked about this before um but ross didn't know that the the whole reason was because he was agreeing that it was his fault that they broke up which it was (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, and also that's the one where <laughs> there's that whole thing where like something happened on the beach and you don't find out until the end that Chandler had to pee on Monica because she got <laughs> stung by a jellyfish. Um, oh, and then the one when Joey speaks French. This one's so funny. Joey has to learn how to speak French for an audition, but he doesn't actually learn how to speak right. French. He just thinks he could speak in French sounds and it'll and be French. Just, yeah. It's just so, so funny to watch. <laughs> um, that's the only, the only like specific episodes that I have, but then I have some storylines. Um, Rachel mixing up a recipe for a trifle with shepherd's pie, so she layers the trifle ingredients with beef. That's right, because like the pages got stuck together. Yeah, so funny. <laughs> um, and then the whole Chandler and Janice relationship I have as a great storyline, because then she just keeps coming back. Then when they're looking for a house in New York State, Janice and her husband there. are buying a yeah. house next to it. Yeah. Like, She's oh in the hospital. Oh my god, and, like, it's Chandler Bay. Yeah. <laughs> it's so like good. a classic line. That Just I'm sure Janice people were, I'm general. sure people were like reciting that line all the time. Oh my god, absolutely. <laughs> I just With love her. She's so Same. and like that character is a very stereotypical New York character. Well, she's like a Fran Drescher. I'm like Fran Drescher could have easily played that. <laughs> when I went to Villa Roma last weekend oh with my God's god family. That's what I want to ask you about in the beginning was how that was. Oh my god, now like every single person at Villa Roma is Jason. <laughs> I'm so I'm good. telling you hundred percent that's how they all talk. They were all from Brooklyn or Queens so or Staten Island. And, like, okay, that we there was this one part where it was a cooking competition. There was, like, okay, there was, like, ridiculous events. Like, one of the one of the activities was rock painting. You could like, like a cruise ship. You could, like, yeah. buy rubber ducks, and they would race down a, a water slide. Like, and then there was a cooking competition that guests signed up for, and every single person in it was from Brooklyn. Oh one God. of the teams was Louie and Angelica from Brooklyn. Like, the most stereotypical you could possibly get. Like, you wouldn't believe that this was real and wasn't just, like, a made-up thing. I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. I have pictures was of the nightclub I have to show you. It was fun, but we left kind of early the yeah. next day. This is a lot. Uh, I have to show you pictures of the nightclub. The nightclub is completely covered in carpet. The walls have different color red chevron oh carpet. That's and hilarious. then, like, these, like round like booths with these crazy chandeliers everything's carpet everything's red carpet that's horrible it's, I have to show you <laughs> but anyway uh I digress <laughs> um what else do I have oh and then um when Ross is teaching Ben about Hanukkah and he dresses as a Hanukkah armadillo oh my god that's right <laughs> it's the such Hanukkah a armadillo. the Hanukkah armadillo that's so good <laughs> Uh, and then the whole Princess Consuela banana hammock slash crap bag storyline where Phoebe changes her name legally to Princess Consuela banana hammock <laughs> and then Mike to like try to teach her a lesson changes his name legally to crap bag so everybody has to call him crap bag. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so good. Oh my god. Uh, what else do I have? Um, oh, oh, when Monica... When Chandler gets sent to Tulsa for work and Monica goes to visit him and surprises him at, at his hotel room and he is jerking off and he changes the, the channel at the last moment. So she thinks he's jerking off to sharks. So she thinks that he's sexually aroused sharks. by sharks. And so then she tries to like bring that into the bedroom to keep things fresh. It's like, Monica, you're such a great wife. I know, what a GGG. I know, right? And then, and then he's like, Oh, I wasn't drinking up to sharks. It was just regular <laughs> porn. And she's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> it's so, it's so good. 
That was such a good episode. And then, oh, oh, and then the storyline when they first meet Mike, so, like, uh, Joey tells Phoebe that they're going to go on a blind, like, they're going to go on a double date. He's going to set her up. But he doesn't actually have a friend named Mike. He only has numbers for women, so he just shouts Mike in the middle of Central (laughs) Park, and that's when Paul Rudd comes. (laughs) And then he ends up being perfect for Phoebe. And also just the whole fact that Mike went along with this, like, once he, you know, like, he's there and he's trying to make up. That's how you know he's perfect for Phoebe. He just went along with it. He just went along with it. He doesn't even know Joey, and he's going to go, like, (laughs) so ridiculous. So good. But it's just such a great, it's just a great storyline. That's really all I have. I yeah. don't have anything else. Um, but maybe we could talk a little bit more. About the only stuff I, the, the only other stuff I have is like the, you know, when watching this show in 2017. Oh yeah, you have that. Um, there are a lot of things that are problematic with it, as there are in a lot of shows from this era and earlier, or even worse. But um, oh my god, yeah. Like if you ever some, watch uh, some themes, I Love Lucy, or anything I mean, like yeah, that. It's way worse. But god. it's just it's funny because we still do. Um, relate to some of the stuff in this show and like it still d- has some influence on the culture today. Yeah, totally. Friends. But when you look back at it, there are some themes that are very prob- problematic and us being the woke people that we are in 2017. <laughs> I mean, not that, you know, we still have ways to go, a lot mm-hmm. of ways to go, but I'm just saying like of for course. us personally, like yeah. looking back at the show, there are things that you notice that are problematic, and I think it's important to discuss them. Absolutely. The main themes are the homophobia, the fatphobia, and the sexism. Right, totally. (laughs) And sexism just runs rampant in anything that's... Any show that was made before 2012, sexism is just the main theme. Like, it's... it's it's insane. It is. Even today you still see it, but not oh, yeah, not course. as badly as you used to see it. And the, I mean, a lot of the people who make shows now are women, so they make more of a point to make more strong female characters and female characters that are a little bit more, like, uh, realistic. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like Joss Whedon got that. So, like, in Buffy, like, you see the sexism as oh, a problem, but you see it as a problem. Yeah. And and Buffy just at the end of the day always kicks your ass. And true. every Slayer was a woman. And you know, That's like true. you're right. They Joss Whedon, like even in an interview, was asked, "Why do you write such strong female characters?" And his response was, "Because you're still asking me that question." Yeah. So like, yeah, he got it. But most shows, like, Don't. yeah, in the last like, for like, just like forever. I'm having problems with Xander. Xander's just annoying, though. Yeah. He's supposed he's, to be like, annoying. like, sexist a lot. Yeah, he's really terrible. Annoying. He's but terrible. But also, like, it's it's the 90s, and he's a dork, and nobody likes him, yeah. and his best friend is the Slayer. Like, he probably no, feels emasculated are, constantly. Well, no, you're absolutely right. Like, <laughs> he does play a very realistic character. Yeah, Like, totally. that, that nerdy guy who, is, yeah. like, never gets the girl, and, like, is, sec- like, the right. dreaded bro. Totally. Like, guys, like, yeah. fedora wearing, like, totally. I'm <laughs> such a nice guy. Girls never like nice guys. Right. Like, he's exactly. Like friend such, zone. Always yeah, in always friend, friend zone. zone. He is such that character. Yeah, he is. Standard. But he, I mean, he gets better. Better. Yeah, well, he I'm does. only in the second. He season. starts dating a demon, <laughs> and she's great. And, yeah, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. <laughs> some of the problems in in Friends. So there's the whole fat Monica thing. Yeah, I know. Because it's really bothers joke. me. It yeah. really bothers me a lot. I know. Because it's just, and like she could have never gotten a man until she lost and weight. And her yeah. the way like her character when she's fat Monica is this ridiculous yeah. like loser like. Yeah. Just not even 
at all the same character I mean, to, as to, Monica. To play devil's advocate, though, she was a teenager. And well, yes, Teenage Jackie was a total loser, though. No, I know. Like, but, like, they, <laughs> the way they, they act about it is, like, they even say, like, outwardly say, like, yeah. that, yeah, she would never have gotten, right. you know, she would never have been so successful and gotten, totally. gotten in any relationship. And she wasn't even that Monica. fat. Like, she wasn't, like, morbidly it's obese. just, like, every time they show Fat Monica, she's, like, doing a stupid dance and, like, being doing stupid Fat Monica. It's, yeah, I know. I mean, and yes, teenage girls are awkward. And, and I think also, things, I think that the point was um, the reason that she's so anal retentive now because is because she used to be so awkward and sure. nervous and uncomfortable. And now she's trying to like compensate for that by being perfect. Yeah. So I think that that, I think it, it makes sense, but sure. it, they it's definitely handle it in a really insensitive <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. It's insensitive. It's just, That's it's just, how I would describe it yeah it's just it's very insensitive and yeah. very it's just making it like all fat people are a joke it's perpetuating that right. the idea that all fat people are a joke and the and idea that line. you aren't you can't you shouldn't be taken seriously until you lose weight yeah exactly yeah. and you're not going to get anything good in life until you lose weight. right totally it's no yeah. one's gonna love you until yeah. you lose weight and like yeah those those themes are in other shows too but it's very outward yeah. but also <laughs> At the time, like, the, this is just, like, like I've talked about, uh, like I talked about when we talked about 90210, at the time, they thought they were being correct. Yeah, yeah. In the 90s, yeah. they thought that being fat being was fat bad. Was really and bad. That, and, and that, that you, you needed to be people active. To, yeah, and yeah. That, yeah, exactly. And that it was okay to, like, right. tell a fat person that they needed to lose weight. Right, because yeah. they thought that that was going to help them. Yeah. Because they thought that being fat meant you were unhealthy and going to die. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, like that was that's just the thought. way they thought yeah. back then. And sure. now we understand that that's wrong. Yeah. So we look back right. on that and we're like, damn. Yeah. Well, Most yeah, not everyone. Yeah, not everyone. There's a lot of people, like, the people who shame Amy Schumer, like, the things, the things I've so seen. Many, there's still so many problematic the, people. Like, the yeah. things I've seen people say about Amy Schumer, like, they think that they're right, being righteous. They're like, no, it's unhealthy healthy to, but she's not even fat like well, that, she's yeah. like I mean, that's my even, size I know I, <laughs> she's she's, like, I know that's that, like <laughs> that's just ridiculous regardless of your size though no but like, I, yeah. I mean like it's no, just no, no, I was, insane it, it, like, it happens to people who are way bigger than her like of course. I was actually reading an article about yeah. you know who Tess Holiday is Mm-mm. she's like a plus size model like she's very plus size. Yeah, she's like Instagram famous, I think. Yeah, and people like say horrible things to her all the time. Like you're yeah. a terrible role model for yeah. young women because Be- you're. But they think that they're being righteous, and yeah. that's what's so scary. It's terrible. Yeah, I don't know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's there's a whole it's a whole thing, and it's yeah. still a very big problem. Absolutely, the way that you know that fat people are institutionally discriminated yeah, against. Absolutely. Like, but I feel like I feel like today we're seeing a lot of work to change that and there's a lot of I mean like the bigger companies obviously they still like Calvin Klein like go their first plus size model and she wears a size ten. Like yeah. she's not plus size. And there's still a lot of problems but, with plus size clothing with absolutely. where they only go up but to a certain size. But it's getting better. Yeah. It's it's getting better. Yeah. From this yeah. rhyme. Yeah. Totally. totally. <laughs> it's getting better and it's great to see that and hopefully the more People who have influence that talk about yeah. it, who and do, the more do what they can to fix models it. Models like Tess Holiday, absolutely, the, yeah. The well, and that's what I was getting at. Like, there are some big companies who still like think plus size is size ten, yeah. and then there, are, but then there are some companies that really tr- are like, aiming to include try all to sizes. include all sizes. Yeah. Like Mod Cloth is a really good example yeah. of that. They like I look. I've never looked at 
a website and seen a girl that looked like me before because I'm a very yeah. like middle of the road yeah. size. Same. I mean, yeah. But you you usually see a plus size or or. or a regular model. And the, but the plus sizes are always a very specific body totally. shape. Totally. Yeah, and you have to have big boobs and a big and a, butt and, and a, a tiny waist. But Montauk does all model. shapes and sizes. Yeah, they have And them. that's really yeah. cool. Also, um, yeah, there's that other one. There's a few of them. Even just, like, Forever 21 carries plus size now. Like, that's great. Yeah. Like, a, a yeah. big company like that that... You and know, especially that young girl. Like a lot of the yeah. a lot of the stores that do carry plus size will like only, only carry online. it online. Totally. But but Forever Twin has usually I mean yeah. most of the stores. I don't know about all the stores, but at least the I ones think, in the big I think all of them the do big, now. In the big city in like yeah. these areas. Yeah. But anyway. That was my main yeah, that was totally. one major problem. The other problem is the homophobia. I think the tra- I think the transphobia. The transphobia is worse I, I, than the homophobia. Kind of including it together. Yeah. I was gonna talk about them both totally. at the same time because I think the way they talk about Chandler's, Chandler's dad, dad is horrifying. Yeah. Like Chandler acts like he's a victim I know. because his dad and is he, like, transgender. Hates his dad he hates because him because his dad is and acts like his like he his dad ruined his life. Also, because- they're very ignorant about it because they mix up yeah. Trans, drag queen, gay. Like well, that's they why I that's why I was including yeah, it in the same totally. category because they do. They don't know? they don't yeah. like attempt to understand. I mean, but honestly, like at the, at time, the time, there was like it wasn't like right now the, the main LGBT um, issue is trans people like getting rights whereas at the time then gay people were still trying to get rights you know what I mean and like now now it's shifted um so I I get that there was a lot more ignorance to understanding LGBT issues that LGBT wasn't even a term then so like I understand why they mixed them up but it's just so glaring now watching it it's crazy because it's just crazy the way that like, you're supposed to sympathize with Chandler. I know. Like, but I, honestly, I don't know if you are. Like, th- I think I they're know. also kind of showing that Chandler's a crybaby about it. I guess a little bit, but, like, yeah. Yeah. And then when they go see, like, his dad, they do kind of make it seem like he's just, like, a drag queen. Yeah. Like, that he's yeah. not trans. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, and there's, like, a huge difference. Dra- like, being a drag queen yeah. is, is being an entertainer, is, is, is like, mocking societal gender roles it's like a drag queens identify drag as queens male are, exactly drag so, queens when they're in their normal it's lives satire yeah like rupaul says you're born naked and the rest is drag like yeah. he's making <laughs> a joke of the way we see things and the way we yeah. expect people to be whereas somebody who's trans is a person who's bo- born biologically one gender and, and identifies, identifies with another gender, yeah. so he's something so totally Chandler's different. dad isn't a man and they shouldn't be referring to him as exactly. such. they should be referring to him as, as a woman, a woman. And, but I, yeah. I do get that in the 90s At the time, people it was didn't not, understand people didn't that. understand it right. but it's crazy. and people still don't understand it's it it's just crazy more to see this show that was so popular and I, I still enjoy of course show it that way and I don't think you should I don't think you should hate a show like friends that made that was made at a time where they didn't yeah. get certain things and they didn't they clearly didn't do anything to purposely like no, of course put not. down just, anyone yeah. and and like I said before the fact that they wrote in care a, a trans character at all is amazing like even if they didn't handle it well and I said the same thing about Pretty Little Liars too like a lot of people don't think that they handled the trans character yeah. well. But I feel like the fact that they made a trans character at, at all is it's pretty in the great. Media and it's not like something yeah. that needs to be hid. Like Also, yeah. like, um, I, for, I think it was the interview, the PLL interview with uh, the writer. What's his name? 
You know what I'm talking about. The one on Bros. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joseph Doherty. I think they they were saying that, like, that generation, the the way they view dealing with um, the issue of being trans, they think that because they made a strong trans character that's really, like, important and powerful, they're doing the right. right thing. But the young generation today thinks that the fact that she was was evil made it made it wrong and it's just it's just the generational gap they just see it differently it is, and at least I see it from both a, ways because we are kind of in the, yeah. in the center of that those generations and I think that it, for me at least if you're making the effort at all you're doing more than most people well and it's like yeah so that that generation portrayed it this way and the next yeah. generation's going to portray it in a better exactly. way at least they were able to see it in right. the media but I, I just think it's important not to like get angry with with people who are um, allies, even if they're not doing it right, you yeah. sh- I don't. I just think it's if you're gonna get angry every time an ally does anything wrong, then you're not helping your situation. Yeah, you're gonna end up alienating that. Exactly. And- if you want to educate, educate. If you don't want to educate because you don't feel like it's your job, then don't. But don't get angry yeah. that they don't get it. You know. Yeah. I don't know. That's my opinion. But I, no, I totally agree. But when you when you go back and watch a show from the early nineties, you because of how how far we've come as a society, like it things like that just are so blaringly obvious. Yeah. But I don't think there are a reason for you to not like a show anymore. No, I don't. I yeah. don't think so. But I totally. but I also think it's important. To, and it's important to talk to about be able it. to like right. look at totally. how and be like, wow, exactly. look how far we've come. Right. And, Look how crazy that was. Yeah, and it's important to talk about it because the whole way that we are going to progress as a society is to educate each other and to learn and to change our minds. Yeah, absolutely. Like people, people often, especially in politics, make it into a bad thing when you change your mind. Like, no, yeah. that's how you grow as a society. Like, absolutely. You should be changing your mind if when we had been facts like, are presented we, to you that, yeah. that show that you were wrong before. If we had been like, when we decided to do do a certain show this week, if we had been like friends, oh no... They're sexist and homophobic yeah. and, you know, fatphobic. Right. Would, and, oh, we're not going to do it. Yeah. Then who's that going to help? Like, exactly. maybe, like, talking about this is going to open also, eyes also and help us look and see exactly. how, we, how far we've come and how far we still need to go. And on that grain, I think it's important for people to feel offended. I don't think you should shield yourself from that. Yeah. I mean, once in a while, obviously, if you're, like, in a depression or you can't handle it anymore, it's good to have a safe place to go to. But I think you need to allow yourself to be offended and sit in that and and think about why it makes you feel that way um, on both ends. Because a lot of people who are homophobic or racist or whatever, it's because they have this immediate negative feeling and they just push it away. Yeah. They just want it to go away instead of sitting in it and understanding it and changing their mind about it or trying to figure out what to do to fix it. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think that's important for everyone. So exactly. Like you see those things in this show, you don't just turn the show off because yeah. of that. Or like not, like you, you could have about, easily not addressed it too. And right. been like, Oh, well, we're just not going to talk about those but things. But we should. But yeah, we should. It's totally important. Because having those conversations are how you move forward. And having so, those conversations could spark something in someone to be like, Oh, you were wrong when you said that. And then when you tell me that, then I And then maybe think, we can learn exactly. from this. Yeah. I totally. mean, if we said something that was ignorant or totally. we may have, totally may have said something that offends exactly. somebody and said something ignorant, I'd love to, yeah. to hear. But like I know. said, it's good for you to be offended. So yeah. sit in that and understand why you're offended by it. And let us know why you're offended. Totally. Because I would like to know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But there are, there are, we're still not done yet with this list. <laughs> so, <laughs> totally. Um, but those are definitely the, the those main Those are main, the main things. I mean, not only the way that they treat Chandler's dad, but I also think the way they treat Carol. 
like the way yeah. they the way they talk about that. The way they how, talk like, about it, they make it into like, a joke. oh, she's yeah. a lesbian. I, I guess like I mean they are making the joke at Ross's expense, yeah. but still, yeah, it's still not. But good. I, I just think that it's it's very forward of them to have written a strong lesbian yeah. female character yeah. that's like living her life without the man. She's got yeah. like her life together. She's definitely like way smarter than Ross. Yeah, they were like on the you know? borderline there of like being yeah. super. Yeah, and I think for their time, I think they did a good job with it. Yeah. But I, I do, I, I think that the way they treated Chandler's dad was a lot worse. Yeah. Um, but I think in general, it's easier for society to accept a gay woman than a gay man. Yeah, I think so too. Even because if they don't take it seriously, they don't hate it. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, you're right. I, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Because of fragile masculinity. Women don't feel emasculated no, when, by a when a woman gay. likes another woman. No, exactly. No, and no, a man no. finds it attractive. Yeah. Well, that's, which is I think that's the main gross, reason why it's more okay. But, but I yeah. think that, that that is what makes it them not taking it seriously is they're yeah. like into yeah. it. It's like, okay, but she oh, likes her. Yeah. She's she not likes, into you. Yeah, exactly. So She's go away. You <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but I feel like guys are like, oh, I want to be, I want to get a piece of that. Yeah, threesome with that. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 no. Carol left Ross because she doesn't want to be. Be with a man. <laughs> to be with a woman. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. No, I agree. Yeah. But anyway, then so I guess this, this plays into it all too with like sexism and stuff mm-hmm. in a way. Um, Ross freaks out when Ben, his son, is playing with a Barbie. I know. Oh my God. Which is like. I think that that happens in Full House too. I think you're right. Probably. Like the boys. The Nikki the, and Alex. The Nikki and Alex. And Jessie, like want to play that. with that doll. Yes, it and definitely And Becky's like, why shouldn't they play with the doll? Yeah. And he's like, they're boys. They should be playing with cars. And yeah. Ugh, so I know. Gross. And men, men are still like men's that today. Still, oh, That's absolutely. not changed at changed. all. That, that is yeah. something that has not changed. Absolutely. I mean, there are people that are trying to raise their children in a more gender-neutral environment. Absolutely, which is great. And that's another thing, that it's not only sexist, but it's also him, like, assuming that his son is going to identify, which obviously at the time they never would have thought to think that way. way. People, like, didn't start to think that way until, like, a year ago. Exactly. Absolutely. So, like, I don't shame them for that at all, but, like... But you notice so that now. You notice it now. Like, exactly. Like, wow, Ross. Like, chill out. why did he like, assume that his play? son should, should only play with Absolutely. boys, quote, boys' toys? Yeah. Totally. Yeah, they're going along with yeah. that line is when uh, Rachel and Ross are hiring a nanny for Emma. Mm-hmm. And, and they, there's a male nanny. Yeah. And Ross freaks out about the male nanny. He's like, why would he want to be a nanny? Why would a man want to be a nanny? He must nanny. be gay. He said, like, they, I think they say... Oh, he must be gay. I know. They say that. I know. Like, or he asks, are yep. you gay? Yep. Because it's a male nanny. I know. It's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Same way male <sighs> nurses are treated. Yeah. Like, that's a woman's a male job. Nurse. I know. Which yeah. is horribly sexist because yeah, horribly something sexist. is good enough for a woman but not good but enough for a exactly. man. Exactly. Like, why would a man want to do that job? Okay. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I know. Um, yeah. Uh, the only other thing I wrote down is this is a whole other category, but there's a serious lack of racial diversity yeah. on the show. Like, right. way worse than any oh, of the other shows. Not a, there's not the, a single... Okay, the girl that both Joey and Ross date, who's... That's right. But she's, she's very light-skinned, very light-skinned black, black woman. woman. But she, I mean, she is, like, written as, like, an intelligent character. She's a paleontologist, yeah. too, and she's, like, really strong. She's, like, smart the woman, only but she's black person the only black person in the show. Only, exactly. Only... 
person of color at all. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, there's Other not... Other than Italian. There's, like, one Asian... <laughs> Ross dates an, that Asian woman oh, for, yeah, totally. for, like, a second. Mm-hmm. But that's there it. are, like... That's it. Like, yep. then everyone else is white. Completely white. Yep. They're not, there's not even any, like, Jewish people on the show. Well, I mean, <laughs> Ross Geller. No, they're not Jewish. They're, but they're, they're Jewish, But though. they don't talk about how they're <laughs> Jewish at all. Or they no, maybe are. they do. I think they do. No, no like, right. they definitely do. Right. And their dad is 100% Jewish. That's like, true. Definitely no, maybe Jewish. Maybe you're right. They might be they, Jewish. Yeah, he teaches his son about Hanukkah. That's right. The Hanukkah and sometimes they're very I think, Jewish. I think sometimes they're Jewish and sometimes they're No, they're they definitely are. always Jewish, but I think maybe their mom was Christian and they celebrate Christmas okay, too. Maybe that's it. But that's a very normal, it like Jewish family. Anyway, you that doesn't I mean? matter. But yeah. yeah. There's definitely Jewish people on the show. Right, Janice maybe. might even be Jewish. Yeah, too. you're right. Yeah, she, she definitely is. Okay, so <laughs> they're Jewish people, but yeah. there's only white people. They're in New York, they have to be Jewish. Yeah. But Jewish they're in New Italian. York, there should be people Absolutely. of color. hundred <laughs> percent. Absolutely. And I, I just think like it and that's this any is show a problem. Like this is time. a problem with Jocelyn's Creek and with yeah. like the all the nine oh two and oh and all the other shows we talked about. But I feel like it's the most glaring in this one. Like, yeah. I feel like there, at least in Dawson's Creek and 902, there are, like, some peripheral characters. But to play like, devil's advocate, like we talked about before, there aren't that many peripheral characters at all in this, in show. this show. Yeah, that's true. And unless, unless they're people that are related to them. Yeah. So there's really only a few peripheral, peripheral characters that aren't related to them. Yeah. And one of them happens to be a black woman. But, so like, like, but like, today, yeah. this show, like, New Girl. Totally. There would be at least one of the main at characters. At least would one. Be black. Well, yeah. two though, well, because, because there was C- Coach and then Coach and then, and then Cece Winston, is not white. and then Cece's Indian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and okay. you you deal with her whole family and like you yeah you meet her whole yeah. family and yeah. you see like her Indian culture. So it's just like funny to see. And then like, Schmidt's very yeah. Jewish. Yeah, and, you know, exactly. it's really <laughs> totally. only like two white people on the show. Like yeah, I mean like, Schmidt's obviously well, white, white, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, Christian, white, whatever. Totally. But today, yeah. Christianity isn't even really a thing. Like, no, you know, not. it's just white people and then other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, that's definitely like a very glaring. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Totally. I know. <sighs> that's all I really got. I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of other problems with the show. And if you have any, uh, anything anyone wants to let us know that we missed, I would love to know. I'd love to hear about yeah, it. Yeah, totally. We kept this one uh, short today. We're like I have just some over trivia. We could do trivia. Do you want to do that? Okay, yeah, let's do that It'll be quick. quick. And then I gotta go because yeah. it's getting late. We have here Friends TV Trivia by Huff, Huff Post. All right. I don't think we're going to know this. What, what was Rachel's bra size? 34C. Really? Yes. Okay. Was that <laughs> one of the answers? It, yeah. There's 34C, 32C, 34C, Oh, it might be 32D. 32D. It might 30, be 32C. Yeah, I feel like it's 32C. 32C. Wait, it's not letting me click. No. I don't know if there are answers here. There must be. Yeah. Anyway, we'll... we'll uh, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll go to the end and see what happens. Okay. Okay. So, uh, what item of clothing did Ross and his date wear out to dinner? A jacket, a belt, a scarf, or a sweater? What? Did both Ross and his date wear out to dinner? A sweater. A scarf? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's a stupid question. <laughs> Which costume did Emma wear to a beauty pageant on Thanksgiving? Cowgirl costume, a princess costume, a turkey costume, or a fairy costume? I don't remember that at all. I have no idea. Nope. <laughs> Which cast member did Ross talk to on the phone when he couldn't get his leather pants back on? Oh my god! Chandler, Joy, Phoebe, or Monica? I don't remember, but that's so funny. Those stupid pants. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I bet it was Chandler. Yeah, maybe or Joey. Or yeah, could have been Phoebe. 
Could have been Monica. No idea. I, it was, I feel like it was Monica. No, I feel like it was Phoebe, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? I don't remember. <laughs> Which friend star was the only one to kiss all of the other cast members during the course of the 10 seasons? Phoebe. Rachel. She kissed all of the cast Rachel? members? Rachel? Joey. <laughs> I don't know. Mm, maybe Joey. Oh, no. What was the neckline on Monica's wedding dress? Sweetheart, off the shoulder, v-neck, or strapless? Monica's I feel like it was off the shoulder. Dress? I think it was off the shoulder, too. Yeah. What was Ross's middle name? Muriel, Carlos, Eustace, or he didn't I want to say Muriel. I think it was Eustace. One of their, one of their middle names was Eustace. I think <laughs> Might it was have been Eustace. Eustace. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know the answer to any of these questions. Why did Joey carry a merch? Oh, my God! My that was so good. Because... Person. To prove he's sensitive. I feel like it was that. No, I feel like Rachel told him that it was, like, really fashionable, and that's why he got it. Maybe. I don't think any of these are it. I'm going to say to land an acting gig. Maybe. (laughs) Which characters were on the socks that Janice bought Chandler right before before he broke up with her? Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah, definitely. What did Joey buy Chandler as a token of their friendship, which Chandler hated? A duck, a foosball table, a sweater, a bracelet. Was a it bracelet. The, was it? It was a bracelet. Oh, here are the answers. That's but how they, they did it like this. I know. It's so now we have to like scroll back up. <laughs> oh, we'll do it one at a time yeah. this way. So it was a bracelet. It's a bracelet. Um, it was Beavis and Butthead socks. Beavis and Butthead socks. Or Rocky and Bullwinkle. No, you said Rocky, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. La, 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 la. This is annoying. Yeah, it is. <laughs> to land an acting gig. Okay. This is horrible. Yeah. Three. <laughs> Eustace. Eustace, yeah, I was right. Okay. Three. V-neck. V-neck. We're oh. wrong. Close <laughs> Sorry to anyone listening to this. Yeah, this now is just terrible. really lost. <laughs> This is not a, a good one. It's a HuffPost quiz, so you can find it. Uh, we were mostly right about yeah, our Yeah, all right. We anyway. did good. We did great. <laughs> <laughs> we know a little bit about friends. <laughs> and Scott, do you it. have anything to contribute? No? Okay. He <laughs> shakes his head no. You like friends? Yeah, I feel like I came in too late on this that's one. Okay. Yeah, that's all right. Um, yeah, so that's it. That's all. Friends uh, is a great show. Friends is good. Send us your favorite shows. Send us your comments, questions, whatever you want. Uh, our Instagram is at RBTV Podcast. Twitter is the same. And our Gmail is uh, rbtvpodcast at gmail.com. And that's it. Rate, review, and subscribe, please. Yes, please. Also, and listen to my other podcast called Disney Girls. Uh, Disney Girls Podcast at Instagram, at Disney Girls Podcast on Twitter, and Disney Girls Podcast at gmail.com. And yeah, if you like Disney, you should listen to that one. So uh, and uh, let us know what you want what yeah shows you want us to talk totally. about next time. Absolutely. And, and uh, signing off. off. Peace out, home home dogs or something. I don't know. Sorry. Um, I'm gonna start off with a little song called Smelly Cat. <laughs> oh, for those of you who are wondering, this is my real voice. <laughs> Smelly cat, smelly cat, what are they feeding you? Everybody! Smelly cat, smelly cat, it's not your fault. Monica! They won't take you to the vet. Chandler! Obviously not their favorite pet. Joey! May not be a bed of roses. Rachel! You're not friend to those with noses. <laughs> I-
Frost. Those are the only lines we have, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Back to the chorus, everybody. Smelly cat, smelly cat, what are they feeding you? Smelly cat. 